Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, Tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. The bottom line is, if you provide solutions to your audience, to your market, if you are known for being helpful and valuable to your industry, your brand is going to grow. It doesn't matter how many followers you have, how many subscribers you have. Once you become known as somebody that is helpful and actually provides real, tangible solutions for people, your brand will grow. You're listening to the Personal Branding Playbook, hosted by Coach Chris. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and the people that really want to improve their lives and get to that next level. This show includes interviews with experts from around the world in different industries, millionaires, startup founders, and small business owners. Coach Chris also loves to do solo episodes to teach you how to get to the next level by taking real action. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. What's good, people? Welcome back to the Personal Branding Playbook. Today, I want to talk about some really practical, easy to digest steps to grow your brand. I think this isn't talked about enough. Um, I know it's really, really easy for us to discuss the bigger picture things. And then I feel like when people try to get detailed and specific on it, it's just not good enough. So today, I really want to dive deep on a process that's going to help you and your brand evolve. Um, And I wouldn't say this is going to happen super fast. It all depends on your work ethic and how much time you really dedicate to this process. Because I know the popular thing to say is provide value. Go in a clubhouse room and provide value. Go into Facebook groups and provide value. Host a webinar and provide value. But the reality is most of the time people say that they're not actually providing value. They're stepping around everything that's actually valuable. Somebody in a clubhouse room a few days ago asked a great question. Everybody says provide value, but what does that really mean? Amazing question. And I believe that providing value is providing solutions, point blank period, being helpful because nothing can defeat results. Nothing, nothing is better than the results. Nothing. Whether you're a fitness uh, expert, you know, and you're helping people lose weight and get in shape. Nothing is better than that before and after picture. Nothing. Nobody can debate that. It's not a discussion whether it happened or not. You actually help them lose weight because before they work with you, they look this way. After working with you, they look this way. A clear cut result. It could be the same thing for a business coach. Before they work with you, they got X amount of leads and made X amount of sales. Now, after they work with you, this is how many leads they're getting every month. And these are the sales they're closing every month. It's very, very simple when we focus on the solutions. Uh, I think 
um, and, and this part kind of goes into what I talked about on hindsight, which is my exclusive podcast. If you want to get access to that, I'll put a link to it in the description below. Um, I'm doing exclusive episodes, interviews, newsletters, all of that. Check it out. What I discussed is kind of the whole culture of the grifters, scammers, the hustlers, you know, the marketers that market really well, but can't fulfill a service. And I think the ones that market very well, what they do is they tie themselves to other popular people that's try to give them credibility. Like, hey, I have this picture with Gary Vee as my icon. You should definitely believe anything I say. And it's like we got to get past this visual credibility BS because just because they're on stage with Grant Cardone and uh, Damon John doesn't mean they're a credible person. It doesn't mean that whatever they're talking about is true. It doesn't mean anything. It just means they know famous people. That is it. It, it just, we got to get past that because that's how a lot of people are getting hustled really. And that's not what grows your brand. I used to think that myself too. Like, man, if I could just get on this stage, if I could just put this book out and talk to this person, if I could just get this person on my podcast, I'll be, fam- I'll, I'll be right there. That's not it. That is not it the most valuable and profitable thing you can do is actually helping others that is valuable if let's just say for example you're a copywriter let's just say you're a copywriter right if you wanted to and i'm going to get into the steps now so take some notes if you were a copywriter and you were trying to get more clients one of the first things you could do is help 10 people let's just say you went to facebook and found 10 coaches, right? 10 coaches that sell all kinds of coaching programs or whatever, and they have courses, all of this stuff. Let's say you, you told them, hey, I'm gonna rewrite your copy on this page, and I wanna see your a screenshot of your landing page rates now, how many views are you getting, what's the conversion rate, and then we'll do a test again after, you know, after I do the copy, let's see what your rates are after two weeks or whatever, right? You do that with 10 people. Let's just say out of 10 people, you only get amazing, like mind blowing results for seven of them, right? That right there is much more powerful than you talking to any other expert or being in any photo op with any of those big names, because that's a clear result. Now, when you go to your next client, when you go to the next prospect, when you raise your price, you can say, look, my price is raised because of this reason. This is my client. This was their landing landing page rate, their conversion rate before we worked together. And this is what it looked like after. You see, I changed the copy here. I did this and that. I actually improved their business. Those are clear cut results. Nobody can debate those results because they're numbers. I love results like that because it shows you that the real numbers actually matter. You know, I think this is what personal brand has to become about is more about results and less about the photo ops and the speaking engagements. Oh, my God, because I'm going to be real with you, man. After doing a ton of speaking gigs, I've done I don't even know. I've lost count at this time. I'm way past 50. Um, After doing so many speaking engagements, I can tell you that it will grow your brand and connect you with people if your focus is helping the people that are there. If your only goal is to sell something from the stage and try to make some money, it's not going to help you at all. Even if you get one or two sales, those one or two sales are fleeting because it's nothing compared to what you can do in the long run. So I want you to keep that in mind that now we have to focus less on the photo ops and less on the fake attention. 
and more on actually helping people. Right. So that's just one way you can do it. You know, another way you can do it is after, let's say after those same 10 people you helped now, after you've helped those people, you can say, Hey, I need a video testimonial from you. Right. I need, it's very simple. It doesn't have to be 20 minutes long. All you have to explain is number one, what it was like working with me. Number two, what your business or however your life was before we worked together. And lastly, what it's like now, that's it. And keep it a minute, but under five minutes, right? Some testimonials can be super long. It should be, you know, at the shortest, a minute at the longest, you can go five minutes, but two minutes is usually the sweet spot. You can say everything you need to say in two minutes. And again, that's something else that builds your credibility. Now you can run ads with that. You can post that on your website. You can have that on your social pages. It goes a long, long way when you have people that are on video talking about how great you are. Because again, another thing that the entrepreneurs do, and for those of you that don't know, that's the fake entrepreneur. What they do is they pay for written testimonials. They'll pay somebody to find some random person's picture on the internet, write up a testimonial and plaster it on their website. I've seen it done a ton of times over and over again. So video testimonials are the ultimate concrete proof. But even then, even then, Another reason why I told you to get the other information earlier, the screenshots of their rates and all of that stuff is because some people even pay for video testimonials. That's see, see, that's just how bad it is. We're at the point now where online businesses are thriving and growing and it's going to only continue to grow. The shift that has to happen is we have to be more transparent and that transparency comes from you having multiple resources to prove what you did to prove the re results you got. If you have the screenshots of their website before and after, if you have screenshots of, the, of their conversion rate from ConvertKit or whatever mailing option they're using, right? If you have a video of them talking about how great you are, that's three different tools, three different resources explaining that you actually helped this person. You can't get more proof than that. Like the only thing you get after that is drawing blood, right? <laughs> like that's, and I know it sounds like a lot, I know, but this is where we're going, right? I personally don't want to work with podcasters on a one-on-one -on -one basis anymore, unless I can have that information. I want to know where you're marketing now. I need to see what your content looks like. I need a, a full screenshot of your download numbers for your last four episodes for the last three months. I want to see all of that because in 90 days after we're done working together, I'm going to be able to show you how you improved, how you went to the next level. And I want to show the rest of the world this. That's the concrete transparency that we have to have. And to, just to be honest, the people that are charging high ticket and all of this stuff, they know their stuff isn't as good. That's why they want to charge you so much up front because then they can portray. Again, it's not about actually getting the results. The value stuff is usually fake. It's fluff. They want to portray that they're helping people. And then I'll say this too. They might have one out of 10 people that do well, but the attention always goes to the one person and not the other nine It failed, right? Because for me, I like to go back to my clients and, Hey, how are you doing? What's going on? You know, check in on them, see how their podcast is doing, see, you know, what they're up to, see if they're successful, because if they haven't gotten the result we were supposed to get together, I want to let's schedule a meeting, an emergency session. I'll give you an hour of my time next week just to make sure you can get to that result. Because that transparency is something people respect. They respect that. That's the kind of open honesty you have to have with your brand. 
And again, this goes for any business that you have, like any kind of company out there, but especially that B2C space. Um, and if you're working with just customers, if you're a consultant, you're an agency owner, man, you gotta be on point with this. Uh, I think this is something that can help you in the long, long run. So another strategy I have is you should set up a web page for those testimonials. Um, I think it's important to have a website. Uh, obviously you gotta have a website, but then you should also have a photo on that website or a page on that website strictly for your testimonials. And that comes in handy because now you can put all that information on one page and it's, it's so useful when you can send that to a prospect, like somebody that wants to work with you, you just send them a link to that page. And I had this problem before where I talked to somebody and they were ready to buy and everything. And I had to send them testimonials and I was like sending this link to this video and then this link to this video and then this screenshot. And at a certain point I was like, you know what? This is stupid. Let me just put it all on one web page. And now that it's on one web page, it makes it really easy. Go to thecoachchris.com slash testimonials. Very easy. And you'll see a ton of information there, videos from people I've worked with, screenshots from Twitter or whatever it is, even Instagram, just LinkedIn, everything. Um, and that's just where my social proof lies. I think having a page for social proof on your website is also good. Just this might randomly comes across your website just from your SEO uh, process. That will be powerful too, because they don't know you. They've never heard of you. Now they see that one link in the tool, but they're like, huh, testimonials, let me check this out. And now they can see 20 people talking about how great you are. That is valuable. So now you turn that person from cold traffic into warm traffic, possibly because they have, they have concrete proof, proof of you actually helping somebody. Um, because I think uh, uh, part of what's happening is also now people are catching on to the scams. We got people like Coffeezilla, Spencer Cornelia, and now Jason Kalanis, I think I'm saying his name wrong, I probably am, um, where big names are now calling out these people that are scamming and grifting and all of, you know, the entrepreneurs. So for you to avoid that and you'd be, just be as transparent as possible, even if, I wanna address this too, even if you don't do well, like even if you don't fulfill at the highest level, just be honest about that. Like, hey, this didn't work out for you like I thought it would. You know, I want to go back and try this. Let's do this thing or I'll send you over here. Um, I think transparency and self-awareness and honesty are, are going to be a saving grace right now, you know, because everybody's, I think now we've kind of, it's, it's a little bit of overcorrection happening here where the ones that have done it are being called out, but then you got other people that haven't done anything and their people are being watched like Hawkstyle just to see, oh, oh, you're a scammer. Like every person now that sells a course that costs more than a thousand dollars is being labeled a scammer. And I will say that's unfair because some programs should be $3,000. You know, if it's a six month program and you have access to a hundred hours of content, yes, I have a hundred hours of content and, and you get a weekly coaching sessions for six months, that's actually a lot of work. That's not like it's just, Hey, you're going to get this booked and you pay for shipping. And you know, you're also paying me extra thousands of dollars for all of these random fees. Like, no, you're paying me to learn things that I have learned over the years and years of my journey. That's what you're paying for. You're paying me for this result that you get at the end. Right now, again, I'll say some people don't have a result to offer. They don't have a result to offer, but if you want to be that person that has a brand that's trustworthy, if you want to have something that stands out and you know you don't have any real competition you got to be transparent 
you got to be transparent. I, I'm doing my best to be as transparent as possible. You know, I'm honest. When I t people ask me about how much money I made selling courses, I tell them not a lot. You know, I made a couple thousand dollars over the years, but not nothing to you know write home about. For the most part, my money came from consulting, from actually getting on the phone and work with people because I'm just better at that. You know, and I never felt comfortable telling somebody, hey, yeah, this course is going to cost you two thousand dollars for some videos I recorded six months ago. It's going to cost you two grand. I mean, yes, that would be great. It would be amazing. But honestly, when I asked myself, I just didn't feel right. I was eh, I just didn't feel as though that was the best decision for me. That didn't feel right. Selling that to somebody. That's why you'll see my courses are five hundred dollars, a couple hundred bucks. The consulting can go up a little higher because that's more of my time and um, more of my connections. And it goes to the next level with that. But I still sell the courses and master classes that are like 20 bucks. You know, you can get a lot of good information that I have and it's not going to break your wallet. You know, it just takes a little bit of your fast food money for the month. That's all. Um, I just think transparency is very important and you got to become somebody that is focused on results. Um, I, I'm obsessed with this now because I've learned that that's why people want to work with me. My clients that I used to work with that, you know, love me. They say, yeah, after we work, stopped working together, my show continued to grow. I made this much money from my podcast. I got this opportunity. Um, and they love that. I was transparent about it up front. I tell them, look, it's not, it might not happen fast, but if you do what I tell you to do, it's going to work. Um, and transparency just goes a long way and offering real solutions. Like if you're struggling to build your brand right now, the thing you got to ask yourself is what solution can I provide? That simple. If you cannot provide a solution, you cannot have a business. It's very, very simple. Amazon is one of the biggest businesses ever because they provide a solution. If you want to order pretty much anything, you can go on Amazon and order it right now. And depending on where you are, you can get it maybe within 24 hours. You know, at the most, it's going to take you two days, three days, right? So if you can provide a solution, you'll get paid. The better your solution, the more money you'll make. It's very, very simple, man. It's not really something to debate about. You know, if you provide a solution such as a physical trainer, you can make money because people want to look good. They want to look good naked. So people are willing to pay a high price to look good. Now, as you become a trainer and more people you help, the more money you can charge, the better equipment you have, the better systems you have. So many different things come into play. But the bottom line is you solve a problem. If you're not solving a problem, you're probably not going to make anything. I'm going to be honest with you. And, and I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but that's why a lot of people are employees and they should be. There's nothing wrong with being an employee. I want to say that, too. There's nothing wrong with having a nine to five. I'm not mad at that. Everybody has done that. But most people are only should stay there because they don't have the capacity to think like what can the world use right now? How can I help the world? Most people are focused on how can I help me? Even the entrepreneurs, how can I make money? How can I get another sale? How can I, 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 Real entrepreneurs are focused on how can I help the world? In what way can I help others? That's what most engineers are doing with software. That's what a lot of investors are doing. Like this company is going to help the world. So I'm going to put money into it before anybody else does. I'm taking the risk of giving my hard earned money into, into this company so they can grow and help more people. That's the bottom line. Who can you help? Who can you provide a solution to? 
if you're not solving a problem, do not get upset when you don't get paid. It's just not possible. I heard Naval say that on the podcast as well. Um, that's another billionaire that, you know, it comes down to solving a problem. And then if you can detach yourself from the problem where it's automated, whether you created some useful product or some useful system, right? Now you can take yourself away from it. You can make money without even selling it. You can make money when you're asleep. That's that's why software is so good. I'm going to make episodes soon about podcasters getting into software. That one will be on the Hindsight Podcast. So make sure you check that out in the description below. But software is amazing because you make a tool. Obviously, you have to manage it and everything. But if your software is solving a problem that a lot of people have, then you're going to make money. It's very simple. Again, that's what Amazon does. They have the software that does it. They solve a problem. But let's just say, let's just say, for example, if I had software that solved the problem of people being on their phones while driving or something like that, something crazy like that. Um, I know Apple has it on their phone, but let's just say I had an app for that, that it immediately knew when you were in the car and you couldn't use your phone when you were in the car, right? Like that would be an amazing tool because now people are going to pay for that. They're going to pay for that solution. Parents are going to pay for that because they don't want their kids texting and driving. You know, you got to think about what problem can I solve? What problem is the world facing or problem is my market and my industry facing? That's going to help you grow your brand quickly. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Personal Branding Playbook. I'm your host, Coach Chris. Make sure you check out Castosity. This is a free tool to help podcasters. It's free right now. We're helping podcasters turn episodes into dollars, man. Get you a free account right now. You know, all of March, we're giving away free access. I want to get as many podcasters on there as possible so I can really help you make money. That's the problem I'm solving. It's podcasters. It's almost 10 million shows. Only 5% of shows make the money podcasting. I'm here to change that. So make sure you check that out. Also, if you're just an entrepreneur, you're not a podcaster, you don't want to host a show, that's fine. But you got to check out the Hindsight Podcast. That's my exclusive show where I talk about other things outside of podcasting. It gets a little deeper in there, man. And I have a newsletter. I'm doing some amazing, amazing interviews with some top, top experts. So if you want access to that, it'll be linked in the description below as well. I'll see you next time. And until then, your greatness awaits. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.